Okay, so this week, I I actually wanted to go over a couple of things. Um, the biggest thing being is that I definitely don't think I have defined what this show is, uh, either to myself or to you that is listening. So that means that there is that weird misunderstanding that is going on. Um, this is really just me going through whatever weird creative bits that I'm having an issue with and struggling with and hashing it out. And I, I very much love that, that idea, that strength. So this is the part where I kind of describe one of the biggest things. So this week, I will be going over the biggest detail that matters as a creative in any form or fashion. How to ask yourself questions that underline what you are and also that help other people understand what you are. I uh, a great example of what I mean is that if you use the wrong word to describe something, if you say that thing in the box and you tell somebody to go look for the thing in the box and you keep yelling at them, the thing in the box, the thing in the box, the thing in the box. And they never once look inside of the can that you put it into because it's a can that has a lid. Say it's a coffee can for all it's worth. You tell them that it's a box in the kitchen. It's underneath the sink. They'll be looking for a box. They'll be looking for a box. They'll be looking for a box. Until you redefine the can as a box, which is much harder to do for most people because then that means that you have to change the definition of the can. And so therefore finding simple ways to describe something that make it a easy to understand object is something that most of us strive for. And including me, I have no idea how to describe what this show is besides me teaching back the skills that I've learned and workshopping with other people through their struggles from me talking. And so therefore that is pretty much it. I am talking while working on my struggles to figure out how to get this stuff to work. Um, so that's, that's what I'm at right now. And I'm actually really enjoying this. I'm really enjoying the fact that I figured out 
what I really want to do by failing at describing it. I spent three days, three days straight, trying to figure out how to describe this. And it wasn't until somebody was sitting down and talking with me about the things that I want to get out of this and ways to improve what I said, the words that I used. It wasn't until then that I realized some of the things that I, I really failed at. How do you how do you describe what your thing is when you don't know what it is? Use as many words as you possibly can. And get rid of any words that's common. Use words that are uncommon, abnormal, not often used or seen. It's not that you can't use common words. Common words are great. They're an asset to you. But the more common the words, the more likely you are to do something where you end up not making sense because everybody sees it as one thing or another. A great example is that I have a project in line, uh, one that I wish to work on. Now, I can say I want to animate myself talking, and you will get what that means. But the thing is, is that I can guarantee that half of the people that are listening to this may think of a cartoon. The other half of the people may think of the digital avatars. And actually, it may not even be half. It may be even be a smaller percentage that even thinks of something else, like a, a gif of me talking. It's things like that. Now, I described that project with a little bit more precise. D unique word. I want to use pixel art to animate my voice recordings to you. Now, that right there is a whole other thing. You have a very much clearer picture of exactly what I want to do. And because of the fact that I use more words, but also very much precise words to say what I was trying to get at, you understand me. Okay, so... Now you understand what I mean. You understand where I'm coming from and what I'm getting at. So let's get at the most important detail. That would be how do you articulate something that you're not positive on? You don't 100% understand? That's where a lot of the weird things kind of fall in. Spend as much time describing it as possible. That's your first step. Now, for me, I'm not even joking, I spent several days with a journal and just writing, what do I want this to be? What do I want this to be? What do I want this to be? And different words, not so many words, more words, less words, just as many different ways I can possibly try to think of. And it was a few days that I, I spent doing this. 
It wasn't consistent, but I did spend consistent time when I did. So I didn't do it like for two minutes, get interrupted by somebody, and then spend it for another two minutes. That was that would be a good failure in that. I spent my time actively for 20 to 30 minutes just working on this thought process. And if I stopped thinking, I didn't stop writing. So if my thought process had shifted to something else altogether, I just kept writing and writing and writing until eventually I came back from whatever chain of thought that was. And I would start again. I can definitely say there are some things that I very much don't understand. And I'm not even joking. I really don't understand. I don't understand what it is I'm going to be doing in the long run. I don't understand how I'm going to be doing it in the long run. But I do understand what I want to do. And because I know my wants, I can at least start moving towards it. I can make plans and actions for it. Man, you have no idea how hard this is to be saying some of this stuff. I, because of the fact that I really, I really am genuinely confused and kind of fearful for some of the actions that I want to partake in. I, I legitimately don't know how to handle half of these things. So let me help you out. Let me help you understand what I'm going through. I have designated this podcast as a podcast that I'm working on to help my creative side have an outlet for the information that I have gathered. Because one of the biggest things that I always like to do is share the information that I get. And one of the things that I don't do as often is share that information. I'm starting to feel a little bit better. <sighs> Damn, that, that actually really does feel good. Yeah, and actually one of the biggest things is I also want to try to gather the information from other artists, other creatives, and see what they say. Because there's a high chance that they'll feel the same way. And so I just want to understand how they feel as well. So um, that's, that's actually what this podcast is. Now that you're sitting down and taking a little bit of time to understand your craft, there is a another option that you have to kind of go through because once you understand your craft, you also have to understand how you're going to do it. Now, don't forget, I said, I don't know how I'm going to do a lot of these things, but what I mean is the overarching how, not the basic how the basic how is with this podcast. I'm going to do it primarily with this podcast explaining my existence to the netherworld and trying to make that make more sense to other people and gather as much knowledge as possible. So that means 
that I'm going to be spending a good percentage of time reading from other people that have made stuff in the world. Namely, if they wrote a book, they made a book. But they also probably can make other things because anybody that has enough experience in any particular field can probably accidentally fill up an entire book. Because if you spend a ton of time on something, you tend to gain that knowledge. And therefore, you can explain it other than reading. I also plan to gain that knowledge from focus. So one of the things that does make up the super novice and what one of the core tenets of what I am working on is dedicated, focused practice. You can't just practice just to practice. You can't just practice half-heartedly. You can't just kind of vaguely get through your practice. You have to actively pay attention to what you're doing when you practice. And you have to actively take time to relax. Because you refactor, you learn, you grow when you rest. It's just like working out. Working out is tearing the muscles. The day of sleep is rebuilding them. So, that is my big thing. I do not actively plan on honing more than three skills at a time because of the fact that I have a life and there's only one way to hone three skills at a time. That is spending dedicated amounts of time to each one. And each one may be vastly different than another one. So I definitely am spending a little bit of my time and spending a little bit, a little bit of my energy focusing on each one, turning each one into a thing and making it just that much stronger, richer, and better. Better. I wanted to be a frog. I wonder if I can make a, myself a frog in post. Better. That wasn't post. Um. <laughs> so, uh, one of my favorite things that I I ever saw was a TED talk talking about how if you spend twenty dedicated hours on a skill with a master mentoring you or accurately learning. So critiquing your learning as you, uh, as you learn, but spending 20 dedicated hours on a skill, you will pretty much be in the top percentile of people. You will have that skill to the point where most people do not have it. And the people I've seen do this have, and these are all separate cases, learned how to play the ukulele, learned how to sing while playing a song, which oh, actually that was the... F- <laughs> 
<laughs> One person learned how to play the ukulele and draw like a draftsman. Another person learned like the primary chords for like 90% of songs that ever existed. And another person made an entire career out of learning how to do things like juggling and so on and so forth. Which, by the way, seriously, walking back and forth from your corner store and juggling is pretty much all you need to do in order to learn how to juggle within a month. That being said, a few hours into a skill and even just learning the basics, learning the fundamentals of what made that skill your skill makes you a very different being. You go from a person that always wanted to learn how to salsa to a person that can salsa on a random occasion. You won't be nervous when it comes down to this. You will have this skill. It will be forever with you. And it may dull and rust because you don't train it. And that is a very different thing. You're, you have to sharpen your skills like a blade. Think of like a cooking utensil. Remember when you first bought that kitchen knife? You can slice in everything with ease. Just cutting through the bread, cut through carrots, sat there and chopped up all the vegetables like it was nothing. It was nyeh, 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 nyeh. You want to why? Because it was fresh. It was a brand new sharp blade. But then a few days went by. Stop cutting as good. A few more days went by. Stop cutting as good. Still your sharpest knife in in the house, but it wasn't cutting as well as it did day one. It's because of the fact that you allowed it to get dull. You have to resharpen it. And so small bits of practice are all that's needed to maintain a skill at a level that you're happy with. If you want to grow that skill, you have to put more practice in. But that's not what this show is about. This show is about learning a few basic skills and maintaining them in interesting and new ways. Using the skills that we procure and making more things with said skills. 20 hours into programming and making small projects is better than 20 hours onto one big project that you don't really learn much. Because you learn a lot from completing something. You don't learn very much from not completing anything. And that's my last bit that I definitely want to say is that you never want to get to a point where you are constantly incomplete. You want to be able to make strides and understand how to finish something. If you are a dancer, you want to be able to dance for a full song. You don't want to run out of breath halfway through. So dancing for a full song for an artist, you want to be able to make a full drawing. Whether it be landscape, characters, uh, backgrounds, 
models, vehicles, items. You want to be able to make a full drawing where it's completed. Programmer, small projects. Small projects that most people think are just simple little things. These projects are nothing major, um, but they're all just simple little projects. Say you're a game developer. You want to make little games. I mean, simple games. Games that you can build with a deck of cards and uh, a paradise. Some Legos. Yeah, some stickers, some pens, whatever. Get your hands on something, make a little project, make a game. You've made a game, make another one, make another one, make another one, make another. Iteration is your biggest help. It will change everything for you. And I go on all of these tangents saying that I am here for you. And I very much understand what it's like to want to give up halfway through a project. But nothing's better than completing a project. Even if you have to call it early and finish it at a note that you weren't exactly ready to finish it at. Or you have to add in something that you wasn't exactly trying to add in, but you needed to have that extra bit of flair. That is my goal, my intention, and my understanding for how to be a good super novice. And I leave you with just a, I don't know, I, I, I guess a, a bit of farewell. Because the next time I see you, you've probably gained a lot of experience. And you may level up. <laughs> but until then, have fun and stay creative.